Hello, and welcome to the Sex Within Marriage podcast. I'm JD, and I blog at sexwithinmarriage.com about married sexuality within the Christian context. And this podcast is basically an extension of that ministry. I'm also a Christian marriage coach, and you can find my practice at anonymousmarriagecoaching.com. For those who are uh, struggling in their marriage in some difficult-to-talk-about areas, and you don't quite feel comfortable going to your pastor or to your elder or to your friends or family about it, uh, but you need someone to talk to about it and get some ideas and to make a goal for how to move past whatever is going on in your marriage. Last week, I tackled the question of uh, why your wife can't tell you what she wants. And uh, this week, I thought I'd take the other side of the marriage and say, and answer the question, why your husband can't tell you what he needs? Because uh, I, I hear this from wives just as much as I hear from husbands about their wives not telling them what they want. And men generally have trouble expressing needs, uh, whether it be to their friends or to their wife or to others. It's difficult for men for a variety of reasons. And uh, because of that, often men kind of struggle through life alone with very little support because they don't know how to ask for it or even if we know how to ask and what we need to ask, often we don't feel comfortable asking for that. So why do men have such a hard time with this? I think there are three real reasons. And the first is that men don't really like admitting weakness. And we see any time that we have to ask for something or that we need something or something we can't do on our own, and that feels that feels like a weakness, like we're inadequate. Uh, This stems from a lot of us not really knowing what it is to be like a real man. And a lot of us are searching for that because we don't know and because we don't feel secure in it, we we grasp at whatever kind of can make us feel more secure. And asking for something feels the opposite of that. Uh, It feels like, well, if, if I have to ask, then I don't know. And that means that I'm not a real man. And, you know, that's that's scary to admit. Uh, to yourself or to others, even if it's even if it's wrong, and so we're often kind of taught by our culture, not explicitly. Often it's kind of subconsciously or in the background, floating around. But that men shouldn't show kind of weakness to anyone, and this used to be a much stronger teaching. Uh, it's starting to fade, but still, this this is still there, and it's very strong, and it's so much so that. A lot of the time, men won't even admit to themselves that they have any weaknesses or that they have any needs or they have to go to someone else to help, to get help. Secondly, asking for help requires understanding what you need. And a lot of time, men aren't very self-aware to realize what it is that we need. Often, we don't even know that we need something. I I kind of hate to use this analogy because it man, makes men kind of look like babies, but uh, like when I see my kids when they're in the infant stage before they can learn to communicate, uh, when they need something, they don't tell you what they need. Uh, they cry and they scream and they're fussy and they're angry and grumpy, uh, but they they don't know enough. They aren't self aware enough to say, "Oh, I'm I'm hungry," or uh, "I don't feel good," or "I'm too hot," or "I'm too cold." They don't know. They just know something doesn't feel right. And often kind of men are the same kind of way. You know, lots of times we don't know what it is we need. We just know something's wrong and it's making me grumpy. And it's very difficult to ask for help when all you know is I don't feel right 
because then you're not giving someone clear direction. And men like to give clear direction because they like to get clear direction most of the time. And so to say, to walk up to your wife and just go, I don't feel good, help me, is, is, is just, is too alien. And so that's very difficult to do. And thirdly, even if we do know what we need, often we lack the vocabulary to express it adequately. I hear from so many wives that are like, you know, they come to me and they ask, you know, why does why my husband want sex so much? And why does he get so grumpy when we don't have sex? I say, well, what's happening is that there's this drop in oxytocin and he's feeling that he's no longer feeling secure in your relationship. And he feels that he needs some emotional bonding and all these things are going on. And I, I teach them a bit about how the hormones interact with with us in our brains and how that all goes together and how does sex tie into this and they i i email them these massive paragraphs or send them to go read a couple of blog posts on this topic and they come back saying well why can't he tell me this and i'm like because he can't tell you this he doesn't have the vocabulary if he even understands what's going on uh, he just walks in and says, hey, I want sex, or I'm horny, or he grabs your butt. But that's the most that he can manage at this moment. Uh, and is that okay? No, it's not okay, but um, you kind of have to work with where you are at the moment. So what can we do to kind of help this out? And I think both sides of the marriage can can do things. I think husbands need to recognize that having a need isn't a weakness, but rather that recognizing your needs, even recognizing your weaknesses, is in fact a strength in and of itself. I mean, if you recognize that, hey, this is something that's going to make me stronger and make me better and make me better suited to carry out God's will in this world and to better support my family, that to say, hey, this is something I need that I can't provide on my own, that, that's not a weakness. That That's recognizing a resource that you lack that you need to get. And too often men, they just want to stand on their own as islands instead of being leaders. And instead, if they're a leader, then part of being a leader is recognizing what your strength is, what other people's strengths are, what your weaknesses and theirs, and then making them all work together so that you can leverage the strengths and mitigate those weaknesses so that they don't trip you up. So if that's a strength of a leader, then how can admitting that you have a weakness be in itself a weakness? So that's one thing that men need to learn to do more, is to, just to be willing to accept that having a weakness or admitting that you have a weakness is not in it itself a weakness. And in fact, you can use that strength to cover other weaknesses. But we also need to learn to be more self-aware, kind of to see, think through what is bothering us. Uh, figure out what we are needing and why we're needing it and sometimes learning about that you kind of you can learn to figure out that sometimes your needs aren't actually needs but instead they're wants or that what you think you need isn't exactly what you need but that that's hard and that takes time and it's very difficult if you have no one to model for it for you and most of the time men have very bad role models when it comes to other men that we don't have anyone to show us, hey, this is how you act like a man, and this is how you do these things. And we also need to learn to communicate more effectively to be able to express these needs. Uh, walking up to your wife and saying, hey, I want sex, is probably not the most effective way to get your need of feeling uh, emotional connectedness uh, resolved. In fact, it's probably going to it's probably going to push it off even further. 
if we can learn to communicate these needs better, if we can uh, learn to speak a language that our spouse will understand a little bit more, then it can go a long ways towards um, actually getting some of our needs met so that we can in turn uh, fulfill some of our spouse's needs and our family's needs and all the other needs that we see in the world around us. And lastly, men really need to kind of bury their pride a little bit. Too often we don't want to say we need something because, well, it's, it's our pride in us. You know, we don't like being able to say, I can't do this on my own. That's part of a much larger struggle in the Christian faith, that our pride is usually what trips us up. And the only way to kind of fix that is to practice. And so start with small things, expressing small needs. And over time, you'll find that it's easier. And eventually, you'll learn that that expressing these needs isn't a weakness, and it doesn't make me look like less of a man. In fact, quite the opposite. It can make you more of a man, because it's a lot easier to stand up and be a man if your needs are being met. Um, you'll find you'll have more confidence, and uh, you're more assertive, and uh, you're a stronger leader. So what about wives? What can wives do to help their husbands in that? Wives need to uh, find ways to offer support that is not uh, patronizing or like a mother helping their son. Uh, too often, I hear interactions between husbands and wives uh, where their wives are treating their husbands like little kids. Uh, their husband says, hey, I, I need you to do this. And they're like, oh, you need me to do this? Why, you can't do it on your own kind of thing? Fine, I'll help you, blah, blah, blah. And that that's, it's emasculating and it's terrible. And, you know, it's pretty good chance that the next time he needs something, he's not going to come to you for help. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes men need to learn to do things on their own, like how to do laundry or something without asking a question every single time. Uh, but other times, you know, especially when we're talking about sex, that, you know, that need can't be fulfilled without his wife, and it shouldn't be fulfilled without his wife. Uh, so if you keep shutting him down or keep patronizing him or treating him like a child, then eventually he's going to stop asking. And if you're very unluckily, unlucky, he's going to go start asking somewhere else. And that's, that's a really dangerous position to be in. Wives also need to learn to offer suggestions more than be prescriptive. Men like to come to kind of a decision on their own. Uh, not to say that they don't want advice or counsel. I, I think that's very important. And I think the Bible speaks strongly about ga- gaining wise counsel. And sometimes the best time to, place to get counsel is from our wives. But there's very different. There's a big difference between getting counsel and then and someone telling you what to do. If I say, "Hey, I don't know what to do about this," and my wife says, "This is what you should do: A, B, C, D. Go do it." That's very different than, "Well, what if you did this and maybe this?" You know, that still it gives him, it gives your husband the option of say of still feeling like he's making a decision. And it allows him to kind of still think through the problem and everything rather than just be told to do something and be made to feel like he's inadequate or like he's a child or that he couldn't have done it on his own. Uh, I think wives also need to learn to listen a little bit more to what their husband is trying to say rather than what he is saying. Uh, Because husbands often lack this vocabulary, they don't know how to express themselves uh, eloquently or well, or they just don't have the words, even if they understand what it is that they want. Uh, too often, what they say can start more fights than what they mean, uh, especially if they're not handled appropriately. 
And this, as I said, the husbands need to learn to communicate more effectively. But in the meantime, I think wives need to learn to be a little bit more accepting about how their husbands speak. You know, there's no sense getting upset because he said the wrong word uh, when you know that he meant something different. And if you could take the time to stop and think, you know, is this what he really means? Or if he could do a really good job and actually do active listening where he says something and if you don't understand it, you ask him if that's what he meant, then, you know, we can understand each other a lot better. And by doing that, uh, you also model for him how to work around these things and how to communicate. I think wives have an excellent opportunity to model for their husbands what asking for what you need looks like. You know, most often women get a lot more kind of training in how to be better communicators. They they are more self-aware and they have more interaction with other women who are again more self-aware and have more have better communication skills. And so the best place that your husband husband could probably learn how to be more effective in these areas is by watching you. Uh, but that means that you need to model it for him. And so uh, it kind of means you need to be on your best behavior, showing him your best communication skills, uh, so that he can pick up on them and to learn how to do them. And you can offer suggestions to say, hey next time, maybe instead of saying this, you could say that. Um, but again, offer them as suggestions. Don't be prescriptive. Don't say, you did that wrong. This is what you should have said. Because that's just beating them down. So uh, both sides of the marriage have things that they can work on with this. And even if your spouse isn't willing to work with you on it, then at least you have some things that you can work with on your own. And hopefully one day they'll kind of pick up on them and realize, oh, you're actually trying to change and then hopefully they'll kind of get into step with you and actually try to do the same. So I hope that helps some of you kind of understand uh, this dynamic that happens in marriage. If you wish you had a place that you could kind of discuss these things and bounce these ideas around, uh, you might want to take a look at our premium member forum. Uh, we've been gaining some new members lately, and uh, there are people who are looking for kind of a safe place uh, with other sex-positive Christians uh, to be able to discuss kind of these sensitive topics uh, in an open but anonymous manner. Uh, if you have an interest in being part of a group like this, uh, you can check out our premium member forum subscription. It's only $5 a month for a couple, and the cost goes towards supporting this ministry. Plus, uh, your first month is free, so you can try it out, and if you don't like it, you can leave with no cost to you and no obligation whatsoever to continue. Uh, so you can check that out at sexwithinmarriage.com in our store. And uh, if you have any questions, you can email me. And again, my blog is at sexwithinmarriage.com. And I look forward to talking to you next week.